episode 34. That's right, folks. It's episode 34 of Dabbling Dribbling. What? Why is your face like that? Only now do I realize my mistake that I made. What? For the later end of this. We do dope people at the end of sure, every yes, podcast. Sure, yes, we do, yeah. I chose my dope person also because it's episode 34. But I, ne- I neglected to mention that. You did neglect we, to mention that. We always record the actual podcast and then just do the intro. Right. In case you don't know how this works. Yeah, we just, yeah, tell the, tell so the people how it is. I, please know that my dope person was very intentional because of our episode number. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Shoot. Now you have to listen to the end to figure out who it is. Get through it. You don't even know. It could be literally anything. It'll be worth your time. It'll be worth it. It's a short and sweet episode. Uh, we talk about a lot of things, but before we go into that, you have to make sure you're following us. Absolutely. On all the things, specifically on the social. On the social, the Instagram. The Instagram, the Facebook, mm-hmm. the Twitter. We uh, are really hilarious. At least I think we're really hilarious. I think we're, we're a fun bunch. We're a fun bunch. Um, there's lots of my silliness usually yeah and uh but yeah make sure you follow us and then also make sure you subscribe rate comment on wherever you listen to us on your podcast right so like Mm -hmm. soundcloud soundcloud stitcher apple podcast absolutely you need to let us know tell us how we're doing send five stars our way go ahead i'm not even mad about that just on a whim let's do it takes one finger and just Just, like poke yeah poke hey yeah we like you tell us what you think thanks you know slide into our dms we don't mind I, mostly, I'm gonna read. We them. get into that. So if, you, okay, if yeah, you're going to if you're going to try to hit hit up Alex, just know that <laughs> it's gonna be me that's responding. <laughs> She's really good at speaking for me, though. I mean, I trust, trust I and believe. Like I consent to every word. <laughs> that is that is too much power you're giving me, sir. <laughs> too much power. But let's quickly go through what we're talking about. We mm-hmm. talk about football. We talk about the what, halftime a, show the halftime show the legend that is quincy jones oh my god um and just how i want to be him when i grow up goals man life and goals just like wow i want to know who killed kennedy <laughs> he doesn't want to know <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could forget <laughs> right um poor thing um and then basketball we talk about the basically the injury list as well as the, the Curry trade, conspiracy. The Curry conspiracy and the trades during the NBA trade deadline, which was a lot. So I got whiplash. Whiplash. Isn't that, it's just like wild how crazy it was and yeah. how um kind of erratic and how everything kind of changed. Twenty four hours, my world within, upside down, my within, flat earth. Within two oh, get out of here. All right. <laughs> this is not what now why we have to stop. So Be sure to check us out. So let's get it going. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bri. Hey. It's been a good week. Lots of stuff happening. And we should probably dive right in. But before we dive right in, how you doing, bud? Oh, I am fantastic. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. How about you? Golden. I had a great day. We're recording the cast a little bit late because we've had pretty busy weeks of things going on um, in our work. We have, yeah. And so it was co- cool to do all the things that we were doing, and now I'm like, hey, let's record a cast. I had a blast. It was a fun time. Yeah. It a fun it, week. It is African American History Month. and Heck yes. It is in full swing. Super full swing. Love hearing about some Black Panthers. Love talking about Black Panther premieres. <sighs> it's just, this is the week of gold. Even if it's, oh, sorry, the week of gold. It's a month of black, black. gold. I was, I was like, Even if things. it's cold. <laughs> It is butt cold. I don't care about the freezing. 
because I'm all about the blackness this month. Let's do it. But can we be about the blackness like all the time though? No, no. We got to have the shortest, coldest month dedicated <laughs> to this. That's what the U.S. government approved. <laughs> so you know, you're right. Got to take what you can you're get. You're right. We can't. We can't be. We can't be um, In, greedy. Indulging. Yeah, we okay. can't be greedy with um, our desire of wanting blackness to be celebrated. I appreciate uh, all the blackness that is coming out this month, and I do plan to celebrate it throughout the year. Mm-hmm. There's some books I'm going to read. Nice. Um, keep myself up to date. All that sort of stuff. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's kind of dive right in, because since we've last talked, a couple of things have happened. The biggest being... What? The Super Bowl. Yes. Did you watch it? I did. I didn't, but I don't... That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What you, Did you watch it? I did watch it. So I, I had a uh, boycott of the NFL mm-hmm. all season. Mm-hmm. And then... And then... <laughs> and then the Eagles were playing against the Patriots. Okay, we have. I was also aware of this. Mm-hmm. I want to know why you chose to stop your boycott for this. Um, because I really wanted to see the devil go down. Okay, that's the same reason I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because nice. there is a 50 50 shot that, that the he, devil could win. That the devil could win. Right. A, what? Eight, fifth Super Bowl? Sixth Super Bowl. Sixth. Yeah. Damned if I was going to sit around and watch that happen in real time. And I will say it was an exciting game. I heard. Well, the score looked really good. Yeah, very exciting. Um, I come back to, it was basically the kicker's fault, the Patriots kicker's fault, because you have one job. extra point. Twice. He He missed two extra points? Yup. That never happens. No, I think he missed one extra point, and the second one, he missed it all. Like, you know how you get three points if you... A field goal. The field... Just regular field goal. Yeah. He missed it twice. So, four points. Potentially. Whoa. You you get paid a lot of money. Did they amputate his leg? I don't know, man. That's... That's bad. That sucks. Your job is to kick the ball. Literally, your job is only to do that. Did Did you see Ace Ventura? No, I have not. Oh, man. Because it, I'm brown and, and, and an immigrant. Are you ever going to see it? I mean, I could. You, should I be seeing I it? I can just spoil it for you. You can spoil like, it for me. Go ahead. The whole premise mm-hmm. is this salty kicker Yeah. who is, like, sabotaging someone's life and, like, killing people. Nice. And they can't figure out, like, what the connection is. And mm-hmm. they keep finding this this quote that says, lace is out. Laces out. He uh-huh. just keeps writing it over and over and over in his journal. Right. And it's like, he has a grudge against Dan Marino, uh-huh. the quarterback for the Dolphins, because Dan Marino was supposed to hold the kick for right. him. Yeah. But the laces were in uh, instead of out. So this kicker so that, that we're of, blaming. So that's kind of what happened the first time for for this kicker. They didn't hold it right? No, it was like kick, you know how like it's um, punted, not punted, um... Snapped to snap the back. snap to the the guy who holds the yeah. the thing. It's he didn't catch it, so it slipped. Oh, laces out, and laces and then out. it was just like Lace, he's like the then, kicker's like it's not my fault. Right, the first time it wasn't his fault. Okay. The second time, one thousand percent was his fault. How far away was he? It was kickable. Like he's done done it several times. You and I could have kicked this. Yes, none none of it was like on the other side of the field. He got the frights, got a little bit of stage yeah. fright. Dude, listen, I wasn't going to watch it because I've seen Tom Brady win enough Super Bowls that I yeah. don't... I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Neither I respect I. him a lot. I don't even respect him. 
You're right. I lost that this year. Yep. I forgot about that. I forgot that he. I was, like, I was like, do you respect him? No. Sorry, I forgot about that picture of him with the cap in his locker that said, make America great again. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, damn this. Mm-hmm. Him and Giselle. Mm-hmm. Don't like him either. Um, what is Ridley doing? He's scraping at your hardwood floors because you've buried uh, treats under there. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, Ridley, I'm not going to get my security deposit back. Stop. <laughs> but I really appreciate. Nick Foles, mm-hmm. uh, good the guy, backup quarterback who mm-hmm. was supposed he was in Philadelphia for a while and was yeah. supposed to be their guy, and then he wasn't, and then he went to Los Angeles, and yeah. then he went so to the I forget where else, and then yeah. he ended up with the Eagles, and he was thinking about retiring from football, mm-hmm. and Carson Wentz, who was having an MVP year for the Philadelphia Eagles, went down, went down with the ACL, I think so, and then they're like, okay, Ugh, we're gonna injuries. get Nick Foles in here, yeah, Nick Foles wins. The Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. And I've um, I've heard a lot of really good things about the Eagles team. Um, I read an article very briefly about the Eagles being one of the most like socially conscious um, football teams in the league. That's good. Which I'm like, that's cool. Um, they are a very um, very like Christian league as far as a Christian team as far as like they are all um, very um, strong in their faith. Aren't um, most NFL teams Christian teams then? I don't know. I mean, they are outwardly, and like I would say a lot of Christians feel like they are like the Christian team because of how outwardly they speak about God and Jesus and how all those different things. You too. think they Tebowed their way to the Super Bowl? I mean, they have God on their side. You that, know, I mean, is that Fo- what happened? I mean, fo- football is God's sport. Seriously. <laughs> Yo, listen. If it you, could be. <laughs> I see all those teams doing those prayer circles mm-hmm. like after the game. And I always, or I always before think, the game or whatever. Or before yeah. the game. Before or after. Like yeah. during, after. Mm-hmm. I mean, however you like your, right. your Christianity. And um, I'm always like, how many of those guys actually think their side has a better chance because God's with them? That's what the, that's and what Part of that is just about. faith, right? Like that's yeah. just what faith is. Like you are believing something that you don't necessarily see, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So that's that, that's, that, that is what faith is so i always assume those guys are just praying for good health and for like, you know what i think that's what they're probably praying about right now because football is a dangerous sport which we've talked sure. about several times of how damaging that sport is to the human body didn't um i want to ask you about the super bowl halftime show yes. uh, but but didn't justin timberlake say his son would not play football Sure. I heard this because I'm he sure thought he it did. was a, a dangerous sport. It, it is. He's correct right. to saying that. But it's like you're doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. And what, how was the show? So he is a talented person. Right. Gonna be my. He did, did not sing any NSYNC stuff because he would have to bring out the rest of NSYNC, I guess, to do that. Nah. Um, licensing, things Just like that. JC. Yeah. Maybe I mean, Joey. Maybe Joey. Everybody else. I mean, Lance, he's pretty relevant. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So the show itself, I mean, I thought it was a fine show. It, it wasn't bad. He wore this really strange cat, like deer hunting situation. Well, that's his thing now, right? Right. But if you heard it, I'm like, I do not like his album. Like it is so, like it doesn't sound like him. It sounds like him, but it doesn't sound like him. You are the 
manyth person to tell me yeah. that. Yeah. Like, there's some songs that I like. Like, I, I think the song that he has with Chris Stapleton is really good. Uh, the, the music video of that is really cool and sick. Uh, the harmonies are great. There's other songs that I like um, that's good and cute and whatever. But it's just such a different, like, even critics are saying it's not a great album. Different in what way? It, it's, uh, he's trying to mesh this, like, R&B, hip-hop feel that he has with country. Uh-huh. Which is... Like, bluegrass country, or... I don't, I don't, you have to listen you to You and it. I don't listen to enough country to... Yeah, like, poppy country? It like did, some Carrie Underwood type stuff? Kind I don't know. I did not like it. That's all I have to say. But as far as the the show is concerned, he's saying some of his new, like two of his new songs, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe one. But everything else was part of his repertoire, which is what typically is for you know the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I would say the the show was underwhelming for me. Okay. For what I know he can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like the most exciting part of the show, I would say, was when he brought out the marching band, like straight up looked like a college marching band from like Alabama. They were mostly black. No, there was all, all people of color. I was worried. Was I, every, just, all, I didn't all, know all if them. it was, you know, drumline, like oh, no, Nick no, Cannon were, type. Yeah, not Nick Cannon type, but like oh. people who could read music and oh, like... And follow orders and Follow orders and do things and dance and do all those things. Oh, okay. He had a ton of dancers. Like, That's good. He started backstage. and like So it was definitely dynamic and like he fun to watch. Some pop, not the country part of it. With he, the poppy part of he, it. He did everything. All of it was his pop stuff. Okay. Um, and he ended with uh, the troll song that he did. You know, I can sit in my Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. He ended yeah, with sure, that. Sure. And he went up to the stands and he did a selfie with this kid who mm. was like fumbling on his phone because his phone almost died. And like, yeah, it was... It was like, an impromptu thing? No, yeah, it was like he was just a kid who was watching the Super Bowl oh, in okay. Minnesota. That's cute. Um, yeah, so I mean, the show was fine. It was underwhelming. Who else was there? I will say the part that was bad mm-hmm. was that... So he's in Minnesota, right? So he sang a Prince song. Oh, That's yeah. fine. You can sing a Prince song. Okay. That's cool. Do you. Right. You're in Minnesota. Right. Let's honor Prince. No big deal. Yeah, it seems appropriate. There was rumors that he was going to be doing um, a hologram of Prince. No. And do a duet. Oh, no. <laughs> Alex, I've never heard that voice come out of your mouth. Oh my god. I'm trying to get put my life together. Okay. I'm trying to so he please goes, don't. So he goes on to, onto a stage and I think it was a white piano. He it was a piano. It was a grand piano. He's playing piano, he's singing, and then this like thing drops and it is a projection of Prince singing the song. So they did a duet together. And I just wanna say all of black Twitter. What? Nay. All nah. of Twitter. <laughs> nay. All of Twitter uh, was like, what is this dude doing? I resurrected Prince. And mind you, Prince, <laughs> has, like, Prince has very vocally said, like, if I'm gone, do not bring a hologram. Do not br- do the t- do not Tupac me. I am not an idol. Please do not. Like, like do not bring Let me, me rest in like, peace. Exactly. So people, of course, were doing Don't the, wax the museum gifts, my ass. The gifts of, like, him, like, Prince rolling his eyes, like, like, this is Prince rolling in his grave. And, like, it was... That part was not great. If he wanted to redeem himself from the to the black community... I can't believe he did He that. should have brought out Janet Jackson. Okay, I was have. waiting. I was going to say... The, did not happen. I was waiting for you to say the part that I didn't like is when Janet came out and ripped off his shirt. Oh, like, I mean, that would have been fine by me. He's a good-looking... You probably would have been fine like, with that. I mean, he's a good-looking What dude. am I saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm a girl. Let me live. <laughs> 
why would you think? Okay, I just want to. And mind you, I get that it's Minnesota, and that as he was doing this duet, they like lit up purple Minnesota, streets like, and all this like purple, and with the you know the symbol, like the Prince symbol of and course, all that stuff. Of course. So like, yes, I get it. I get it's Minnesota, but the man asked you not to do this. Twitter and everybody else said, "Don't do this." Wait a second. So I was told it was told that he was going to do it. Like it, before it happened, they they there was rumors that a hologram was happening. I and everyone's like, "Don't do that." Saw an interview with him before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. in which the interviewer asked him questions about what he was going to do, and he didn't want to like give away too many of his secrets. Mm-hmm. But as you don't want to, yeah, it makes he sense. said. First thing I'm going to do is start with dancing. Yeah. Because I think all people like to dance. Yeah. So we're going to start there. And yeah, then a we'll ton of going. dancers. Tons and, but then of dancers. He said, like, given the political climate that we're oh, in right now, what are you going to do? And so did he do anything? Nope. Okay. And then you resurrected Prince against his will. My God. You did. The worst. You're lucky, Justin Timberlake, that I didn't hear about this <laughs> because, like, y- you should have been dragged for filth. <laughs> and he was. He was absolutely dragged because, <sighs> mind you, yes, him and Prince, like when they sang, like the hologram or projection mm-hmm, of him, like mm-hmm. yeah, they sang great together. Great, whatever. He's a good. They both are good musicians. But like, what was the point of that? How how was that unifying? I don't want to say for Super Bowl halftime show. No longer do I want a safe I want safe it to always be Beyonce, like, just burning everything. <laughs> Give me a message, a symbol of hope. When yes. you bring out someone who says, let's fill this with a band and dancers and pop songs, that has the potential to be just tepid and... Underwhelming. And just underwhelming. And, just, and maybe just, okay, that was nice. And it was fine and nice yeah. and forgettable. Right. Easily forgettable. Right. But then you have the you run the risk of offending people by poor sensibility of, mm-hmm. okay, the band's not enough, the dancers aren't enough, let's resurrect a dead icon who happens who to be asked, black. And who has asked. Who is well respected. And, and asked before he died, do not resurrect me in any sort of holographic form. I just this I, dummy, and he was the only one doing the show. No one else no. was with him. Okay, no. so I also expect from a Super Bowl halftime show, or at least just a in guest, my time, a guest appearance. There, well, not just that, but like there are three acts going on. Mm-hmm. There is Bruno, there is Beyonce, there is Coldplay, there is Nelly, there is U two, there mm-hmm. is all three of these entities. Whatever mm-hmm. you bring them together from different segments, and, and it brings you unity put in a lot of ways. Show. Yeah, yeah. But, together a show a production that we would not see otherwise with these three people Mm -hmm. or three entities yeah like i don't think lady gaga had anybody last year but her show was like crazy phenomenal like she came but did she did she sing born this way i think so okay because that's appropriate Mm -hmm. like and and she jumped off the stage like it was it was a cool show um but yeah the show was kind of underwhelming minus the fact that he tried to bring um Prince back. Prince back to life, and everybody's don't bring Prince back. just don't do it. It takes several just, seats. Justin Timberlake. But I would say the part of the Super Bowl that I was most happy about was that the Eagles won. Yeah. Um, again, no, I don't no, pre- no. You're happy that the Patriots lost. Yeah. The, you know what? That's the right. Right. Thank you for correcting me. You got. Thank it. you for mansplaining that just to me. Keeping I really... you, just keeping you in line with <laughs> your <laughs> women talking about sports. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing it. You're such a good friend. <laughs> You're sorry. You are. <laughs> I can't even like look at you straight. Um, 
Yeah, I appreciate you, you know, helping me understand sports better. But Philadelphia got its first championship yeah, also. That's in, cool. in, a, in a while. And the last time that they won, I be- lost, was against the Patriots like many oh, years ago. So this is like very, very redeeming, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so right after... Um, oh, he went on the show. No, no, no. Oh. So right after they won, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So like the Patriots are just like crying, like grown men. Did Tom cry? Um, I don't know because this mofo just walked away, did not congratulate the Eagles. He did, You know how like after a championship you go to yes. the opponent? After every game you go to the next the opponent and just be like, good right. game. Congratulations. Congratulations. You played a hell of a game. You did great. You say congrats, coach. Right. You do what you got to do. You played a good job. You, you, did, you did a good job. And then you walk to your locker room and you sulk and you do what you got to right. do. You think about the season. You think right. about you think about right. what did I do? Right, 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 right. right. right, 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 right Tom right. Brady didn't. He didn't do any of that. He just took his stuff and walked the hell out, like <sighs> a big old baby. Like there might not be another human on earth outside of Bill Belichick that hates losing as much as Tom Brady. In that moment, I was just like, and oh, you really hate losing. You really... You dislike losing. I saw an article uh, last week mm-hmm. that said, is Tom Brady the Michael Jordan of football? In, in mm. that way of hating losing... Sure, yes. I would say yes. Well, in the way of you lost, I would say, no, you're not like Michael Jordan. Because right. he didn't lose. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people are also saying that this might be like the last year of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady together. I don't I know what so. I don't know what that means, but um, but uh, so Dan Clark from Dan Clark Sports uh, said instead of shaking Nick Foles' hand uh, and congratulating him and the Eagles to, to their win, Tom Brady instead stormed straight off the field. While he may be the greatest of all time, it's bush league antics like this that will forever mean he won't be the most respected of all time. And I would have to agree. Yeah. Horse horsemanship is not cute. You're a I punk. mean, a little no, totally a punk. Like, what is wrong with you that you can't, like, it's, like, I get it. You worked really, really really hard. hard. You have gone to the Super Bowl six flipping times. Like, you you are not mediocre by any sense of the word. You have five Super Bowl trophies. Absolutely. And you you were a nobody, right? Like, he didn't play college ball. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't, he wasn't going to. Well, he did play college ball. I don't think he did. He was in Michigan. Was he in Michigan? Yeah. Or he wasn't, was he not He drafted? was drafted low. Yeah. Or like he no was undrafted. His scouting report was he was too slow. Right. So, like, he wasn't, he wasn't supposed to be Tom right. Brady. Right, right. Right? Like, he right. wasn't supposed to be the Tom Brady that we know. Right. He was a backup to Drew Bledsoe. Right. And so now you are Tom Brady, this, right. like, great quarterback. You got a supermodel wife. Yeah. Victoria's Secret model. Right. And you have, you know, all these, like, things that are going for you. You're doing things that are, like... You are keeping your body healthy. You do not look like you're 41 or however old he is. Like, he right. looks good. He's being healthy. Plant-based diet. Um, is he? I think so. Okay. I think they have a plant. I think they Dang. all, at their whole family, practices a plant-based diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, or something like, like incredibly healthy diet. You've got endorsements. You do yeah, commercials. you're doing all these things. But, like, to just walk off like that, like, that's just, that is Bush League. It is, it is... Has he ever hosted SNL? I don't think so. Mm. Has he? Tom, Peyton Manning has. Yes. I can't see Tom Brady doing that. I can't either. I don't think he's funny. I don't think he is either. I don't think he has a personality. I don't think people like you, Tom Brady. And maybe because you're working for the devil. 
maybe a little bit. Well, okay, when we say the devil, some people don't they're know all what we mean. The, they're all We're the talking devil. about sports. We're, they're all the devil. They're all the devil. The devil. <laughs> we talking about, uh, we are here talking about Bill Belichick. He is a devil. That's one. Um, Fox, the owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what his first name is. Whatever. And Devil um, number, num- number one and two. And he supports or supported the other devil. 45 administration. Devil. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like Tom Brady's head is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. He's very good at football. I respect him as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Right. And a champion to boot. But in terms of his, where his political mind is and his heart, I feel like this guy has yeah. questionable intellect. And he hasn't said anything that is even profound of like supporting 45. No, I don't think he has like thoughts around that. I think he's just like, I support I played golf with him a couple times. Yeah. He's been very nice to me. And I have his hat, his mega hat. I mean, whatever. I think Tom Brady eats, sleeps, and breathes football. Mm-hmm. And so outside of that, he kind of just does what people ask him to do. Potentially. Again, we're making yeah. a lot of assumptions here, but I, don't I know think what, our assumptions yeah. are not necessarily He's not correct. woke. No, he's still asleep. And I think sometimes when it comes out something like this, where you play football so hard that you just walk off the field and don't show good sportsmanship mm-hmm. in that way, I feel like uh, there's almost something that you're too close to mm. that you are holding it so tight mm-hmm. that you're just not a well-rounded person. Yeah. And I feel like Tom Brady is maybe that kind of champion. And that's fine. And you're in the same go- way, maybe Mike was like that too, right? He was, yeah. Like Mike was like lived... Mike was an asshole. And he lived and breathed basketball. Right. Would he be the greatest the way that LeBron is the greatest as a well-rounded player. No. Let me ask you this. LeBron James, well-liked for mm-hmm. his media interviews mm-hmm. and his just general personality. He's in movies, mm-hmm. train wreck, right? Because Oscar-worthy. Oscar-worthy, mm-hmm. like Dynamo, Denzel mm-hmm. level. People love LeBron James. Right. Michael Jordan. Awesome hairline. The most tight, <laughs> just tight. pronounced hairline. Just, ugh. Whoever did that on set, you deserve the real MVP trophy. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Jordan, though, he did Space Jam. Excuse me. Be careful the line that you're walking right now. No, I'm not going to go there this time. We'll get there. Okay. But Michael Jordan you, did Space Jam. But I think the difference was Michael Jordan did Space Jam because his excellence transcended into entertainment mm-hmm. um, because of his athleticism. Mm-hmm. And LeBron's is not just athleticism, it's also charisma. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan didn't necessarily have charisma. His acting was... Bit... Watch watch it. Watch it. His acting was... Uh, watch your words <laughs> in this house. Watch your words. <laughs> His acting was quite the the spectacle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something to see. Mm-hmm. And um, But I think LeBron has a natural air about him that makes him a very likable person marketability wise mm-hmm. so I don't know if Tom Brady has that so I think he's more in the Michael Jordan branch of things sure. whereas if you wanted to do the, Peyton Manning is your LeBron James he, he do, uh, in, he, in the charisma sense yes. charisma and, and he, he has talent talent uh, very well rounded and exceptional performance mm-hmm. um, I would liken those two so if I had to choose between who I would want for my franchise knowing that Peyton has two Super Bowls Tom Brady has five who would I want a franchise to mm-hmm. rally around? Right. I personally, as an owner, would choose a Peyton Manning because of all his transferable skills. Right. 
and all the things that those transferable skills can do for a team, can do for, mm-hmm. you know. God, I just can't imagine. Oh, I can't wait to talk about our dribbling section because I got some things to say. So many. Th- I, I'm excited <laughs> for that, too. What's, what else? What are, what uh, the, I mean, the only other real thing that I wanted to talk about is that I would like to, um, to say that when I get older, mm-hmm. I want to give, I want to speak and give zero Fs, just zero fucks. The way that Quincy Jones gives. Zero Amen. Fucks. I I hear that. I hear so that. Do you want to tell the, view, no. the the listeners about what you just read? Well, today? you just introduced to me an mm-hmm. article on Vulture. Yes. That Quincy Jones gave. Mr. Quincy Jones. If if you're not familiar out there with Mr. Quincy Jones, Who he, is he Quincy Jones is one of the most legendary uh, R&B. Perf- what would I? Prolific. He, prolific, but he musician. Musician and, singer, and producer. And producer. Oh, yeah, he produced a lot of people. And Thriller, Michael Jackson. the World. Yep. He did a lot. Anything with Whitney. 80s were big for him. Mm-hmm. Did and some 90s. 90s. Yeah. And uh, this dude. Rashida Jones's uh, dad, for those of you who didn't know, his daughter dated Tupac and was engaged to Tupac. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Quincy uh, did this interview with Vulture now as an 85-year-old, legendary, cemented in history, music history. Talent is not a question about him. Quincy motherfucking Jones. And I say motherfucking Jones because (laughs) Quincy said motherfucking about 18 times in this article. 18 is is low. Yeah, I'm being... (laughs) Every answer at MoFo was on it. Golly. It was... He... Not he even so much. I was just uh, taken aback by how many things he was asked in this article. And mm-hmm. as I was reading, you're like, you're like, go ahead and read this. Just mm-hmm. read you just read the first five minutes. Right. And just I read was like, I was like, okay, I'll read for five minutes. And in the f- first three paragraphs, these are short interview questions, yeah. and he just gives sometimes short answers. Mm-hmm. Very brief. And right. I was like, How where are you go? He's leaping from subject to subject mm-hmm. with just seeming effortless ease yeah and he is just going from topic to topic whatever he chooses in a way not and also tra- the way that he transitions i want to transition like him because he doesn't care he does not care you like brazilian up. music yeah someone will follow up on a point he made a, the things in this article he reveals mm-hmm. quincy what are some things that uh we're we're going to talk about or we're going to talk about some stuff today mm-hmm. are you you know I don't remember how the question went, but are you comfortable talking about these things? Quincy said, I'm old. I don't have shit to lose. Yeah, I'm open, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I'll just, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so what's one thing that you wish you didn't know? Who killed Kennedy? Who killed Kennedy? What? (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. Say what? Say more? And then he, he confirms the theory that a lot of us have had about the mob ties in Kennedy. Right. And Chicago. He confirms that it was a mob operation. Oh, absolutely. And, uh... Got me dumb to believe it was everything else. <laughs> right, right. The, I was thinking of that Seinfeld episode <laughs> about the spit where they, like, trace, yeah. like, the gunman <laughs> on the grassy knoll. Yeah. It's so funny. So, he talks about that. He talks about how close he is to the Clintons yes. and things that he learned while he was there. The secrets that they have. The secrets. Can't talk about it. Hillary, t- Hillary, yo, Hillary's secrets? Like, what secrets? He's like, can't talk about that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't talk about that in public. I'm like, wait... Who needs a Mueller investigation when you have Quincy Jones just dropping bombs? They ask him about 45, the Mm -hmm. president, and Quincy calls him an idiot. idiot. He's like, he's a buffoon. (laughs) He's just completely numbskull. I knew him back then, narcissistic, SOB. Right. And 
Ivanka was fine. I mean, I dated her. What? Duh, huh? <laughs> and we were like, wait, you seriously? Wait, what? I, think she, the, I think the interviewer said, wait, seriously? Was yeah. like, it was their exact reaction. He said she had fine legs. She was a fine motherfucker. Yeah, it's like the, she had the, the finest legs I've ever seen. So, I, I mean, like, we all know bro, 45 is a legs kind of dude. I, <laughs> he said that about his daughter. So, I mean, what I was I, I was quite taken aback. And then he didn't he make the claim that um, Marlon Brando... Mm-hmm. Was fucking dudes. Anything, apparently. Anything. A mailbox. He said Marlon Brando Mm -hmm. would have sex with a mailbox. Right. And he specifically said that he had sex with Richard Pryor. And James Baldwin. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's another one in there. But he goes through a list of guys. Mm -hmm. And in the follow-up interview goes, uh, Brazilian? Like, something about, like, he was into Brazilian samba. Right, and then he, the, he goes, and then he changes the subject and says, do you like Brazilian music? And that has been now my favorite, <laughs> like, if I ever want to change the subject, just that is what, I, and I just want to say I got that from Jesse Williams, because he snapshotted that oh, that, yeah. that part of the interview, <laughs> and I was like, what is Jesse, like, you know, of course, what's no. my boo, like, putting, like, I don't get it, mm-hmm. and I read it, and I was just like, oh my god, this, I'm going to always, do you like Brazilian music is going to be my, <laughs> like my way music. of facilitating the conversation to a different direction. He uh, was lit. And what was the other one that they asked him? It was, he changed subjects so quick. Marvin Gaye. Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye, and James Baldwin. He was into some black dudes. Fine intellectual black dudes. (laughs) Marlon Brando was having sex with this man. Who doesn't love that? All right. Do you think? I'm I'm good with it. Uh, But golly, he was all over the place. He was skitting and scatting. And I will say, um, Richard Pryor's widow confirmed what Quincy Jones said. That he had sex with Marlon Brando? Yep. Dang! <laughs> and so I didn't say this to you when you were reading it, because I'm like, I'll drop it, I'll drop it on oh cast. My I'll drop gosh. it on mic. Gosh. How did she take that at the time? Did she say? Like, she was you know, cool with it? it or was, like? I mean, she, it, they didn't say, but all I have to say is, you know, as uh, Quincy said, it was the 70s. Lots of drugs. Right. And so, who knows? What was that who thing? Who knows? They asked him something. Oh, Oprah. They're like, do you think Oprah's going to run for president? Oh, I know. And he God. said, he said, Oprah can't run for president. She's not even CEO of a company. She can't run for president. And they said yeah. she... She's a CEO of her company. She has a company with a lot of different facets. She's a CEO. And he said, nothing on that. And right. went he straight like, to... to something else. He was, like, did not answer the he question. Was like, he was like, 45 is an idiot. Master, <laughs> he can't do anything right. Quincy, he just... Pointed out an inconsistency <laughs> uh, in what you what were saying. You just said. Are you going to respond to that? You're you're not. Okay, we're not going to question this. We're I can't continue wait on. to be Quincy Jones. I just 85. I can't wait to be old. Yeah, I'm really excited to be old you and just, just say things. Degaff. And like not care, but I know me, I would care. But you know, no, 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 no. But delir- like when you like, no, you wouldn't. You don't think I would? That's over fifty years from now. You're right. Do you know how much you won't care about? Yeah. You will have been through five plus decades more of oh, time. Man. You will have seen it all. I've, I've just gone through three and I feel like right. I'm exhausted. So and You feel me? Yeah. Damn. No, when we, you know, you're right. we're in our 80s, you can't tell me nothing <laughs> in my hover chair. <laughs> in your hover chair. <laughs> in like a really awesome country. <laughs> if it's not New York, we're going to be somewhere pretty dope. If I don't like what you're saying, I'll just teleport out of the room. <laughs> 
got no time for this nonsense. None of it. Um, I don't got really anything else. I mean, the White House apparently was shut down for a day, for a second, again, yesterday. Because the one shut- guy got, he was sexual, um, or sorry, um, domestic abuse stuff against him? Well, yeah, that was, like, I think, a, an aide or something like that, a chief aide or something. Um, I don't know, but, I mean, 45 and everything else is garbage, and men still suck because the... The CEO, the founder of Guess, whatever mm-hmm. his name is, like Kate Upton, uh, beautiful model, uh, came forward about how he had assaulted her, harassed her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, things are happening, but same old, same old stuff, different day. Casino owner, uh, well, Steve Wynn. Wynn. Steve Wynn. Out there. Gone. He had a nice club, I'll tell you what. But, you know, he was the, what, he was the finance chair for the the RNC. Mm, oh, was he? And he stepped down because of everything that's happening. So it doesn't surprise me that he was the finance chair for the yeah, RNC. I mean, he has he made Las Vegas what it is. Dang, dude. So he had a really nice establishment. Yeah, I appreciate the the uh, what is it called? He has some club in the wind that I went to and met some girl from Chicago. Nice. Her name was uh, Chicago. Yeah, she was from Chicago. But her name was Chicago. No, 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 no <laughs> silly. Her name uh, was like. It was like Angel or something. Oh, something okay. real. I do um, know a couple of angels in Chicago. Yeah, but most of them are my baby cousins. So they, oh no, you know. there wasn't one of them. I can assure you. <laughs> I would be like, I'm gonna be really mad. And then right she now. asked me for my number, and I gave it to her. And I was with my best friend at the mm-hmm. time. We were in the club dancing, mm-hmm. and I gave her my number to like meet up the next day on the right. strip. Mm-hmm. And then after I woke up the next morning. I got my phone number when I was a teenager, around the same time my mom got the cell phone plan. You gave... So we were one digit off. You gave your mom's number. I wasn't sure. (laughs) So I texted my mom. My God. And I was like, Mom, if you get a text message from a girl named Angel, just ignore that. Oh, (laughs) my... I'm a five... I'm five. My number ends in five. Hers ends in seven. I just want Miss Betty to know. (laughs) I know you're listening. What is wrong with your son? I was like, I was like, oh, Tim, you see my friend Tim. I was like, that girl, what up, Tim? That girl, like uh, the girl Angel. Yeah, she was hot, right? Yeah, you gave her your number. I, I gave her someone's number. <laughs> <You're> so stupid. <laughs> oh man, Tim, you got to do a better job being a wingman. No, Make but, sure the right numbers being given. But if I had known the place was owned by Mister Wynn and the nature of his mannerisms, never would have never been in there. Exactly. Look at you. Get it together. Honorable dude. That's right. All right, man. I got nothing else because we got to talk about some Because there's some things that went down. This is my this is my week of basketball. Um, let's, I, let's do this. Let's just get into it. All right. This week of basketball has been amazing. So let's get into it. First, let's talk about all the injuries. All of the injuries? All the injuries. Okay. I mean, every, not every, all of them, but you know what I mean. The, the marquee injuries. injuries. The, mar- the marquee injuries. Let's talk about the marquee injuries. The biggest one being... Literally. The biggest one. KP. Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis. Of the New York Knickerbockers. <sighs> ACL. I'm not going to lie. I was sad. Like, I was just as sad about him as I was about Boogie Cousins. Yeah, because I just I, just, I don't want to see my big because they're go young down. and phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it was a it's a bummer. It's hard to find seven footers with good footwork. Mm-hmm. You know, who isn't just like 
Blah, uh, uh, yeah, you're doing your Sasquatch impersonation. Yeah. The, yeah. Just the lumbering, heaviness. The, the lumbering. The heaviness. The constant lumbering. Yeah. They, they can play with such grace. Yeah. And they can shoot well. Mm-hmm. They can stretch the floor. It's, it's a total it, bummer that That's a okay. hard injury. The ACL and the Achilles that mm-hmm. they both are suffering with, or one or the other. Yeah. Uh, those are hard to come back from. So we, you know, hopefully. But we've seen players do it, so it's yeah. just a matter of, like, time to we, get that happening. We know how to nurse that. So that means that's another player in LeBron's all-star team that's gone. So again. We've said this before. Say it again, brother. What is going on what the hell? with Steph Curry? What is happening? Don't act like you don't know Steph Curry. So you know how we talked about the Eagles and Jesus? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I really think. You think? You think? I, I you really think Steph Curry and Jesus. I mean. It's a little coup d'etat. Right. And you know, I think, I think God has a lot of other things to deal with. You know, like, I, I'm very much of the kind of person that, like, yeah, I guess. you can pray to God all you want about your sports team yeah. and your all-star game. Yeah. Because, you know, he has, like, hunger, 45, you know, famine. South Africa doesn't have water. You know, like, there's there's things happening in the world. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. God's a little bit more potentially preoccupied with. May, potentially, but, potentially, but but he also enjoys a good All Star game. I'm uh, yes, and he must <laughs> be a Golden State Warriors fan. My God, because he has now knocked off KP. Yes, Demarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Freaking, who are the other ones? On John Wall. John Wall, and then there's one more person. There's one more person. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna uh, look at my gram because I'll remember it from ever there. Ever since LeBron got his lineup, he's been losing. Oh, Kevin Love. Oh yes, Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Yeah. He, th- those four guys are all on LeBron's team, and they have all subsequently gone down mm-hmm. with an injury to a broken hand, right. a torn Achilles, a torn ACL, and if I look a at knee injury, Steph's injury, Steph's team. Nobody's injured. Everyone seems fully intact. They they seem okay. And I wish no injury on them because that is not a nice thing to wish on anybody. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Steph Curry knew something we didn't know. What did he know? I don't know because when he picked that team, what did we all say? Whack team. You didn't even try. LeBron Are you got trying? everybody. Are you trying at all? And he just sat there in his easy boy chair stroking the cat in his lap Mm -hmm. just saying it's okay it'll Mm -hmm. be fine and Mm -hmm. then we've been watching guys time and again go down left and right i want you to come clean steph curry steph curry this is your time come to the cast we're here to talk to you we're here we're a safe space if one more person goes down on team lebron this is this is a problem i'm gonna call in a national guard (laughs) protect protect all the players i'm gonna write a letter to (laughs) anyone i have to to get this Taken more seriously. Absolutely. I'm going to write to NPR. <laughs> I do have to say, it is the All-Star Games, and it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm going to write to NPR Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to see the seriousness gonna, of Alex's I'm going to write to ESPN <laughs> and say, my God. What is happening? The humanity. <laughs> the humanity, absolutely. Jeez. It's wild. But, um, I'm... I mean, LeBron's team, who's replacing him? It's uh, Kem- Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. So, I mean, that'll be fine. I think it'll be good. Oh, he's good. I still think, do you still think LeBron's team will win? 
Um, Kemba's not seven foot two. Like, sure, sure is not. Like Kristaps. Oh wait, Kristaps is like seven four. Yeah, he's taller. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a tree. Yeah. He's a sequoia. He's a he's big. Um, I don't know if he's. I don't know if LeBron's team is gonna win anymore. I don't know if there'll be an injury in the game <laughs> on LeBron's team. You know what? The way that it's going now, Jeez. it really could. It really could. Do you think? Uh, what do you think? They still have LeBron on their team. I mean, hey. So. You can't argue with that. They could lose everybody. Well, speaking of losing everybody. Oh, right. <laughs> speaking of losing everybody, Draymond said this best because um, the trade deadline was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think 5 o'clock yesterday. 5 something o'clock like Eastern that. time or something. Mm-hmm. And my social media, specifically my Twitter, was blowing up. And I actually had forgotten that it was the trade deadline. I just like, my brain was like work mode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the trade deadline. My phone got so hot I could cook an egg on it. Did you see? I thought you were going to say you could cook a nut. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, cook a nut. <laughs> cook egg. a nut. Egg. egg. Definitely. Um, I'm plant based now, so I get confused. Right. It happens. It's okay, buddy. It's yeah, okay. That's fine. Um, and so I was like, oh, why is my phone blowing up? And so I'm going through it, and I scream in my office. And mm-hmm. some of my colleagues in my office were like, oh, my what God, are, are you okay? Because, they, you know, they thought someone died. Right. It was a, yeah. And no one died. No. A whole team just decided to be really different. They're <laughs> just like, what is it? like... <laughs> And thankfully, some of them were basketball fans. So, I, and I told them what happened, which yes. was the biggest, the biggest trade. I would say, is that Isaiah Thomas, formerly of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and before that, formerly of the Celtics, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics, is now going to be a, a Laker. Yeah. And they traded this situation. I think who else is leaving? Um, two Channing, Lakers, Channing, Channing Fry, and uh, Iman Shumpert. He's going to the Kings. Wait. Iman's going to the Kings? Yes. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. He bought a home in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just... Ooh. He was like, he traded me to Sacramento? Okay, he bought himself a home in North Los Angeles. Oh, my. <laughs> I'll be Lord. flying to the games. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. So, a bunch of players left. to, And then... So, the, the biggest one was, I thought, was Isaiah Thomas. And I was just... Le- and... As one of my colleagues said, and it was also on our Dabbling Dribbling story, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, bye. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye-bye. See you later. You were the problem. You bye. Made, you made some problems real quick. He was the problem. He was the problem. He was the problem. Was the problem. I will give him this. He said, they asked him about his shots. Like, are you taking too many shots? He said, listen, I don't know. If you think I'm not supposed to take shots... Mm-hmm. Then I don't know what you brought me here for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a scorer. Yeah, and I didn't realize the toed of Isaiah Thomas. Oh yeah. Until he got to the Cavs, mm-hmm. I guess I just didn't see it in. Because he was the man. Because he was the man. Yeah. And he came to, the, he came to the Cavs, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not the man. You know who is the man? That big guy right there." Oh yeah. So. No, I think he always recognized that it was LeBron's show. I think he just didn't realize how much of a, how much criticism he was going to face. Right. Because he could do no wrong in Boston. He right. averaged 29 points a game. Right, because he didn't have LeBron James as a exactly. teammate. Exactly. And now we need you to score a good 20-22. But right. he struggled Solid. at that. 
He Solid. was he was averaging fourteen. And I just love so uh, Shannon Sharp and um, Skip Bayless uh-huh. their show that they do. Yeah. And Shannon goes, "How is this man speaking so much? Because you haven't been playing. You've been playing for what ten games, mm. and you're causing this much of a ruckus. Yeah, ten games, like barely, right? When someone asks you what your team's doing that's not working." You don't say other teams are making adjustments during the game. Right. We don't make adjustments during or that, the game. Or that, you know, when we, when we have, you know, friction or when we have issues, right. we run away from each other. Right. Okay. What, what are you doing, no. buddy? No, 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 Shut no. up. Media conversation 101. What Filler. Are you Nothing. You just, non sequiturs. Yeah. You just say the things that you should have been trained to say. General comments. We play hard. Sometimes we don't execute. Right. It was. It was. It, just was, a, a, it was not our day. Right. We you gotta. Don't, you don't talk about your secret meeting that you had to blame it on Kevin Love. Don't. And I, mind you, you blame it on the white man. The white man's still there. Yo, he's, he, <laughs> Kevin Love will always be there. It's, <laughs> Thank you. Just, Say it again. God, Kevin. Um, Isaiah really ruffled some. Whoever bought Isaiah Thomas jerseys, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's. That was short-lived. Well, there's that, and then there's the... Uh, I mean, I think there was a source that said that um, it just wasn't meshing well with him and Braun either. No. So, which I would I would have said, are you... Like, of course. Are you kidding me? Or is it, that's, mm-hmm. that's a no-brainer. Right. Um, so he was a problem. Bye. See you later. And they got Clarkson and Nance for it, right? Clarkson and Nance. Uh, from the Lakers. Young so guns. I'm curious to see if Isaiah's going to start with the Lakers... Or I'm, is he coming from the bench? I'm curious to see if Isaiah Thomas, I'm thinking forward, is going to be with the Lakers next year. Oh, no, year. he's not going to be. No. Because they're going to trade him. He's going to go somewhere to get max money. And, and he's not going to get it. And he's not going to get it, but he's going to go somewhere to get at least more money. Right. And that's going to... So I, when this trade happened, I was like, oh, there's no way LeBron's going to go to the Lakers next year. Because that was the, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. people were saying, because he's mm-hmm. going to be a free agent, right? Right. And then I had a moment, and so I said that. I said it out loud into the internet and all these things. And people were like, well, if you really think about it, uh, big, big props to my friend Steve, who was like, well, Isaiah's going to go somewhere for big money for as, sure. after this. I'm like, that's right. I forgot that he was going to be a free uh-huh. agent. That means they have enough salary cap space oh, yeah. for at least two big... Oh, yes. Two, two big, signs. Two, two big at signs. At least two big signs. Yeah. Which means LeBron could go to the Lakers. He absolutely could. And they could also bring in Paul George. Yep. They could also bring mm-hmm. in... No, nah, they don't want Carmelo Anthony, but they could if they wanted to. No, it's if it's it's going to be Paul George, and if if my my juices are thinking if they're going to sign somebody, it's going to uh-huh. be LeBron and Paul, Paul George. But there's DeAndre if, Jordan, but I mean he could you could get DeAndre for pretty cheap. Actually. But let's see how Paul George is feeling because he feels good about OKC and he feels good about Russell and like being his his man in his, in his corner. Yeah, and Paul can get a fifth year. An extra forty million mm-hmm. if he signs with OKC, mm-hmm. you'll get four years Money and talks. forty million less mm-hmm. to play with the Lakers. Yep. But if LeBron's playing with you, and you want to play with the greatest of all time for right now, how many millions do you actually need? Let's get those championship rings. Yes, yeah. let's, let's get those rings. So you know, you got those rings. You got those rings. You play with some Magic Johnson. You get a statue in front. Like yeah. that's not bad. I mean, I don't know about you getting a statue, Paul um, George. Well, if you play, yo. Shaquille only played like eight years with them. But he got them rings. Three. That's still a lot of rings. No, it is. I'm saying. It's not like it's if one you ring. you play with LeBron for four years, there's a chance you get at least two. Mm-mm. You might get three. 
you know that the Warriors are still there, right? Uh, that can't last forever. I don't that know, man. It feels like it is lasting forever. KD, it has not. I can't remember a time where they weren't. KD Actually, is no, a I free can't. agent at the end of this year, and KD needs to resign with the Warriors, and he likely will. Mm-hmm. What about the dollars? Is it going to be enough dollars for KD mm-hmm. to stay there? I'm sure he will stay there out of camaraderie, but someone else is going to have to take a pay cut. Who's going to take the pay cut? And does that mean people stay mm. intact? You're right. I don't know. You're right. You're right. But, that's a, that's but a good point. Cleveland, in addition to Clarkson and Nance, mm-hmm. also got George Hill yes. from the Kings yes. for Amon Chumpert. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. I think the Cavs... Okay, so the Cavs are young. It is a young, athletic team. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. They got younger. Yeah, they got younger. Yeah, yes. Like, their, their team... Right. Because right. they were pretty old up right. until these trades. Right. And so... I, uh, Draymond said, so someone asked Draymond about, Draymond Green from the Warriors asked, was asked, you know, what do you think about all the big, like, this was the big trade. There was a lot of other trades happening, you know, yeah. which we'll talk about, which yeah. were like, cool, it yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, because the other trade that happened with the Cavs is that um, Dwayne Wade is going to South, back to South Beach. Dwayne Wade. Um, and he's probably going to retire after about 30 games. Probably, <laughs> probably something like that. Um, I'm done, y'all. Um, because he did say he wanted to retire in a Heat's jersey, mm-hmm. and Pat Riley said they finally did it right, and so oh. so I'm really happy for him. 15 years in the NBA, and that's Le- retirement. Yeah, and LeBron was really happy for his due, so it wasn't a bad right. trade by right. any means. Um, so so someone asked Draymond, what do you think of you know what happened with the Cavs? You know? And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I mean, it's a young team, but they still got LeBron. <laughs> like, LeBron's still there. There's still gonna be a problem, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Game recognized, game. You know what? That's and, good. And for me, I was just like, all right, Raymond, you may be the, you may have surpassed KD in most ejections in in uh, or technicals, yeah, technicals, technicals, it's technicals. So, uh, but I appreciate that you recognize uh, greatness. I thank you for that, the <laughs> so, humility and that. Yeah, that I respect. appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, he's legit. If LeBron, you're looking at an entire Warriors team mm-hmm. that. If by themselves, could not stop what LeBron James is bringing. Mm-hmm. But LeBron James himself makes every team he plays for better, a contender. Absolutely. I appreciate I, that, man. Yeah, and so I was just like, "All right, Draymond, I appreciated that quote. Appreciate that. Pr- appreciate that soundbite." The the Cleveland Cavaliers traded their entire roster for um, a pet shop of hamsters. <laughs> um, what do you think? That was a pretty bold move, don't you think? Yeah. They still got LeBron though. Yeah, it's. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you still know that LeBron is still there? That's gonna be the best shooting hamster team we've ever seen. <laughs> the best shooting hamster team. <laughs> um, they got moves for days. No, I'm really happy to see Dwayne. I just we saw Dwayne come in mm-hmm. off the bench in Miami. I thought he was gonna start. They were like, "No, you left." And <laughs> you, you're, you're still coming off the bench. Come off the bench. I know we're still Miami Heat and not doing much, but you're still coming off the bench. He, but the ovation he got. Oh my God, I have not seen that many people pack the American Airlines Arena in Miami mm-hmm. in years. Yeah, not since like LeBron days. Even then, they were pretty scamp on yes, the attendance. That's true. This was amazing. Like. Even more than LeBron James, they love Dwayne Wade. Yeah. To see him come back, people were... Thrilled. Freaking... Phones were in the air just recording every moment of that ovation. And the thing is, like, he's only... Like, he played in Chicago for a year. Mm. He played in um, Cleveland for a second. And then now he's 
he's back home. Mm-hmm. He's just gone for two years. Just he took like a like, it was like a sabbatical. It was a it was a layover. He was, he was like you know what I'm just, I'm just gonna go to summer camp for two years mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I'll come back. And, it was a study away. It was a study away. I'm gonna go play in my hometown, uh-huh. Chicago. And, and, we, we'll, and people loved him there. And people loved him. Because we love our hometown heroes. And he said, oh, you guys are going to give me this much money? That's great. Listen, I don't like playing for this team, so I'm going to go, but you're still going to pay me my money, Chicago, because right. you're bad at making deals. Um, and then... Why well, you got to say that it hurt my feelings? Because that ownership is not working out. And then they went to LeBron's team to play with his best friend again. Yeah. And that was a sweet like day. Yeah. We were like, oh, they're together again. Yeah. And then their, their brotherhood back. is sweet. He came back to Miami and was like, you know, that was cute, but this is, I should have never left this I should have never left. One thing about his ovation, it made me think of the future of technology. I just mm-hmm. want to say thank you to the people who do not, to those of us who do not insist on having our phones for every moment. I've been doing that very consciously lately. Because yeah. I watched all these people put their phones in the air. Like It seemed like everyone was doing it, but not everyone could be doing it. Because there was so much cheering mm-hmm. and noise and clapping going on. Right. Like, the clapping you know was coming from also, people without phones. You know, you could also... Nah, what that you're doing, weird, what you're doing is, like, holding up your phone and, like, tapping your phone yeah. like a clap. This was audible it's clapping. Also, but it's also, like, stomping, and people could still woo-hoo with their mouth. Eventually, it's going to be I'm trying to someone, poke a hole in your theory. It's not working. <laughs> Someone's going to step on the court like a Dwayne Wade returning home, and mm-hmm. everyone's going to raise their cameras, and it's going to be complete silence. Yeah. Or it's going to be, like, people yelling. Yeah. But there's no actual clapping. Right. Which, I mean, is clapping evolutionarily speaking... If aliens were to look at us, like, clapping our mitts together, we do look odd. (laughs) We do look a little weird by this. We look not all together. We're just putting these things together Mm -hmm. over and over. Can I just say the way you are doing it right now makes (laughs) makes you look, you're you're Paula abdooling it. Does she do it with her hands? She like does. She, Paula Abdul takes her hand, spreads Uh it nice and wide, Uh and just puts it together. (laughs) It's together. (laughs) Just, just like and, sandwich. It's sandwich, but she only makes her like uh, I was gonna say pause, her but her palms. palm hit. Oh, I so, do. People do that. So that a... is how she claps. Oh, look that's at some annoying. old American Idol, and it just she just doesn't look because you know you should. I don't know if there's an etiquette to clapping, but isn't this? There's like you know there's the there's the, the golf clap, clap the golf with the clap, two fingers, the two fingers, yeah. then there's the just clapping. Oh, I enjoy that. That's my favorite sound. This is. Oh, I'm glad you a, a soft pump. A soft pump. And then there's... All right, folks. I'm trying to not be too close to the mic when I do this. Oh, but, I know what you're talking about. But... Yeah, that's what I do when I, like... Sorry, hit a strike, When I hit a strike in bowling. Yeah. That's what I get. You're like, uh, yeah. Mm, put some put some sauce on it. <laughs> this, uh... Th- yeah, people were clapping for Dwayne Wade heavily. Um, so thanks for cheering the man on, giving him audible well respect. Deserved. Well and deserved. And not, not just use your cell phone. You can say you were there and you, you gave respect. And you know what? Um, we're going to say it here. We said it before. He's going to retire this season. Uh, I actually don't know if he will retire this season. I think he will. I think he should because what else do you have to prove? Oh, and Gabrielle, I was also happy for Gabrielle Union. She wanted to be back. She, yeah. She's like, oh. Met this man when he was in Miami. Right. I'd like to continue to be in Miami. Right. Man, took me to his cold ass hometown. Right. <laughs> I went to Chicago with I, you. You know, Cleveland with you. Come on now. We don't like this. But you know, his kids. Like, his kids know. are. I think his kids are in Miami. Yes. yes. Um, and he's. They're really close too. As yeah. like. Um, he's very important in their lives. Yeah, and, and they're that's important great. To him. And 
that's and we like that. That's we like weird. we like fathers, th- active fathers in their children's life. You think it's gonna be weird for him to be back right now? And I'm thinking. I'm sure it's weird, but I think he want he wants this. I'm talking team wise. Oh you yeah, know? it's it's a whole it's a whole different team. Goran Dragic is the leader of that team yeah. now. And if anything, he's gonna be the leader. Like, I don't even know if he'd be the leader like emotionally either. Mm. Do you he's have, he's like, just he's just a guy that plays. He'll give you a couple points off the bench. He's like the, more than a couple of points, but like he'll give you points off. He's the, bench. the Hall of Famer, Jersey retiree. That's just kind of there, but you got these young guys on Wait, this team. Wait, they retired team. his jersey? They will. I mean, like, we oh, all know okay. it. Oh, okay. I was like, will. I'm like, how are they retiring? He's still playing. They will, but there are all these young guys in this team who were set on making the playoffs, and mm-hmm. now they have to incorporate the living legend mm. in a way that it's... So, who are they going to listen to? Because Dwayne definitely has... He's playing with Spolstra again. Yeah. He knows how to play with him. You know? I wonder what role he's going to take in that locker room. I wonder too, but I'm also, you know, it's, it, I, again, I really feel like either this season or next season he's retiring. Oh yeah. What, within the next year and a half. He yeah. Will, for he, sure. He will be gone. But, uh. And, and we'll be, we should be very proud of the, the work he has put into the, for the league. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, like socially, the work he's done on the court, off the court, all that stuff. He's so, an amazing guy. He's a good guy. Mine, I mean, didn't love that he cheated on his wife, but like... Anyway. I wasn't going to say anything, but if you want to bring it up, yeah, he has some babies, uh, maybe one outside of mm-hmm. his marriage. Uh, well, outside of uh, both of his... You no, know, he cheated on his wife with Gabrielle Union. Yeah, but it was... And then they got together, right. and then they had a break at some point <gasps> before they got married, and he fathered a child during that break. Well, that they were on a break, though. Don't don't try to Ross, Ross this. this situation. Do I'm not, about to Ross this situation. Don't Ross this situation. We were on a break. <laughs> so like you were so thirsty that you I don't just know. needed to put your people in know. any hole. I don't know. You were gonna Marlon Brando the situation. Listen, I will say this as a guy. Uh, you are a guy. Good job. This is this is tricky. The break needs to be clearly defined mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. terms of what one will or will not do All with I their time on break. All I just see is Ross right here just being like, we were on, on a break. break. <laughs> we were not talking. I think that's interesting, the concept yeah. of Rachel saying we're on a break. And so that implies this person's not going to want to be with anybody else. Right. And You have to be clear. you got to be clear. Like in a relationship, you can't just be like, Let's take a break for a second. Right. It's like, okay, what does that mean? Okay, Say more. A, Use have, more words. I have a spreadsheet here. Okay. There's different boxes. <laughs> We're going to go do? down the list. What yes, no. Yes, do? no. You know? And, like, and, I've definitely, like, talked to guys that, like, we're like, okay, do we want this to be for, like, do we want this, do we want to further this mm-hmm. as, like, a relationship? And we've taken a break and said, like, okay, we're not going to see anybody else. We're just going to take a break from, like, talking to each other to see if, like, do we miss each other? Like, is this something that you want to be with yes and is this someone that like in your oh bro jeez my god he's turned into a doberman overnight (laughs) why must you but why though i think there's i think there's a dog there hold on let's let's see what's going on here all right sorry about that folks that was uh wrigley getting uh really excited about puppies that were outside my door Mm-hmm. Cute puppies, but what we were talking about was you know breaks and stuff and Dwayne Wade and um, 
that we're just happy for him that he's in Miami, potentially retiring pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. Hall so, of Fame career. Hall of Fame career. Very, very well deserved, you know, whatever the outcome may be. Uh, but. What? There were other guys who got chipped out, too. Sure did. The Cavs literally has a whole new team. It was not. <laughs> so, first of all, I learned about this mm-hmm. through social media. Yeah. In the way of Dwayne Wade. They were like, okay, you know, sorry to see my buddy go or whatever. Right. King James is like, this is how it should be. Right. And it was him in a picture of his jersey in mm-hmm. the Miami Heat jersey. Right. Dwayne Wade in his jersey. So, I was like, oh, wait. Did they just send Dwayne to the Miami Heat? So, I right. looked at that. Right. And then social media showed me Dwayne Wade. And it showed us Isaiah Thomas, which I was aware of. And in the middle of them was Derrick Rose. Yep. And I said, him too? Mm-hmm. He got sent to Utah. They sent Derrick Rose's ass to Utah. Who's going to wave him? They're going to wave him on mm-hmm. whatever, so he's going to be a free agent just mm-hmm. out there to sign with the team. Mm-hmm. What Say it. People are speculating. Mm-hmm. That Derek might be mm-hmm. hired, recruited, signed by mm-hmm. the Minnesota Bulls, aka oh. <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves, coached <laughs> by former Chicago Bulls coach Tom Thibodeau, with former Chicago Bulls shooting guard uh, Jimmy Butler, and with Taj former <laughs> Chicago Bulls small forward Taj Gibson. Right. They have all played together. It's Literally. stupid. <laughs> it's it's a bad idea. <sighs> But Honestly, it might happen. Well, like, Taj and Butler play really well together, so that's not the problem. The problem is going to be if if Rose goes to the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. how is he going to feel? Because there was t- some tension of, you Whose know, team is it in Chicago? Team, yeah. And all of Chicago was pretty okay. I, I hate speaking for my whole city, but I'm going to do it. You could do it. Um, felt, I mean, we love... D Rose, like I'm, I still love him, good guy, but we also knew that Butler was doing something really magical in in his time with the mm-hmm. Bulls, and he did, and which is, you know, why things happened the way that it did because our freaking ownership is garbage, um, and we've all said that, but it is what it is. I can say that you can't say that. All right, fine. Be be respectful of my team. My garbage team. Good since 98. <laughs> 98. Um, but uh, you know what? That was so unnecessary. That would have hurt my feelings. 20 years. 20 we years were, of we, we, had, we went to the Eastern Conference Finals with Derrick Rose. Yes, but that's what it's all about, right? Because Derrick was an MVP. Mm-hmm. He was... Supposed to be our guy. Supposed He was to our be. answer. He was the heir apparent. Mm-hmm. And then just he got hurt it. every year. Ugh, it's just, and we talked about it before in our previous cast that it's just hard to see him like that. It's, it's just very, it's just so sad, and I just want him to be okay. I thought about this mm-hmm. long and hard. Yeah. And he's in my lifetime the most tragic NBA story. Yeah, we were just talking off mic how I can't think of a more sad NBA story. I mean, there ha- there are sad NBA stories for sure. Yeah. You know? But like. Just the promise that he had, mm-hmm. um, and just like the whole, like I remember him being drafted and us being like our, a hometown dude coming to Chicago who grew up watching Michael Jordan, who you know like this is the like we were like wow this could potentially be like there was so much promise and so much hope 
in mm-hmm. him, so much faith in him to do this magical thing, and it just didn't happen for him. And it's just, it just he just looks so sad. It's to no it's, fault of his own. He's no. been dealt really bad hands. Yeah, just got injured every single year. And the you know one injury after another ACL. No, was it ACL? No. He had an ACL. He had the, yes, he had an ACL injury. He also had some. Ankle, ankle sprains. Ankle yeah, and that's why his he always had to be like ankle braces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. Not so, not fun at all. So now he gets paid a league minimum two point one mm-hmm. million dollars, and he might get to go play with another team in the Minnesota Timberwolves, or they may not pick him up. That's just a rumor. Right. If they don't pick him up, he's just out there, and he was already contemplating retirement earlier this mm-hmm. year. He may just, allegedly. We don't know. He didn't say that out loud. He's never, he's never said it out of his mouth. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of all the sources that uh, reported it. I mean, it was You're all, correct. Legit, it's all correct. legit sources. It wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't like... You're technically correct, It yes. wasn't like a, you know, a tabloid, but he hasn't said it out of his mouth. Cur- yeah, you're right. In the same way LeBron never said that he was considering listening to the Golden State Warriors, potentially. You're right. So... Yes, so he... May, but Derek may choose not to come back to basketball if he's not picked up by a team. And I will be is sad my, about that. Is my guess. And I'll be sad about that. So, I really would be. But but that's, I mean, I just want what's best for him at the end of the day. Um, they also yeah. sent out Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah. They let him go. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there was another one, but I'm just like, damn. Was yesterday just... the first day that they didn't have any of them? Or was yeah. it today? Uh, what, you mean like on the physical roster? Yeah. Like on the... Yes, no, yesterday's today. game. Did they have a game? They didn't yesterday? have. I don't think they had them yesterday. So that means. Did you see the game-winning shot LeBron made? Oh yesterday? yeah! Woo! Against the Timberwolves. Yeah. Man, that turnaround jumper on the buzzer. Ugh. That was, that was sexy. I was like, ooh, good job. I I yesterday was a good day. It was a good basketball day. It was a good basketball day because a lot of stuff happened, and I really wanted to know what Kyrie Irving thought mm-hmm. of having left the Cavs. Seeing the train wreck that could be could happening happen. yeah. on the on the brink mm-hmm. and saying, nope, get me out of here. Did you see the meme of him? The, it's his face uh-huh. and there's a house in the background. <laughs> no, I didn't see this. And it's caught on fire. The fire, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. flaming fire. <laughs> like not just like, oh, a little fire. Like <laughs> it's about to be burnt to a crisp. <laughs> like it was bad. And he's walking away from it. Yep. Yeah. Kyrie's my favorite player for reasons like that. <laughs> Not just because it's on the court stuff, right. but he recognizes he can read things. Yeah. He understands situations. He's an intellectual person that needs to believe that the world is round, that the earth is round. That's all. It, once he does that, we're good. Have you seen his, you've seen his commercial, right? Yes. For Nike, where he has spins the flat world. Yeah. That whole commercial... That I've wasn't looked, well. That wasn't a Nike commercial. Yeah, it was. It was a shoe. It was a Mountain Dew. Uh, uh, yes, it was. A yeah, shoe. it was different. That's a different one. That was a I different know which one, one you think. Yes, of. I he, think about another one. He uh, spun the flat world, and when I look at that commercial, I've seen it a few times now. So smart. He's so smart. And then when he's, so when he's like plant based diet. Plant based diet. <laughs> he goes, "This is my body double," and there's a little kid in a jersey like, right. playing. He goes, "That's the, and behind there's a whole string quartet." He right. goes, "That's the Boston Philharmonic." 
and this is where things get crazy. And then he starts <laughs> dribbling like Kyrie does. I go, this, he brought a symphony was, orchestra. Who has better handles, Kyrie or Steph? Definitely Kyrie. Thank you. No one will disagree there was, with There that. was a debate on it for a little bit in the internet. Oh, God. And I said, are you all watching the same no, basketball no, 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 no. that I'm watching? Because mm. are you stupid to think that it's not Kyrie? I didn't say this earlier in the cast when we were talking about Dwayne, but mm-hmm. Dwayne returned to Miami reminds me of when Allen Iverson returned to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. When like I it was Andre Iguodala's team, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, he's back. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he played fine. Yeah. But um, in terms of handles, some people will argue Allen Iverson is better because of his crossover. That is not true. That's absolutely not true. Ky- Ky- I mean, Kyrie takes after Allen's, mm-hmm. like, he... Yeah, I, he, he has, learned a yeah, lot Yeah, he's things. learned a lot from Allen Iverson. But Allen Iverson tapes. is on record having said Kyrie is a better ball handler. Great. And amazing. Game the, recognizes game. The the My top five ball handlers in order. When we say ball handlers, what does that mean? So, we, good Let's point. explain that. Good point. Ball handling is your or ability. Or just handles. When someone say he has yeah. good handles, what is it? Good handles. Mean? Short for ball handling. Mm-hmm. That is... A, you have the ball on a string, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. You are able to make the ball do things when you are dribbling, mm-hmm. passing, mm-hmm. orchestrating things on the court. They right. require you not to, you never look at your hands. Right. Your eyes are completely up the entire time. Mm-hmm. And you're able to change direction. You are one with the ball. You are one with the ball. You are mm-hmm. manipulating it. You are able to do moves more than just like crossing over in between the legs. You can go behind the back. You can do behind the back. You can do no-look passes. Mm-hmm. You are able to manipulate the ball in the context of the environment mm-hmm. in a very astute and acute way. It's very smart. It's high IQ, high yes. basketball You have IQ. to see the full court. Like, you have eyes in the back of your head. Absolutely. So in terms of that, uh, Steph Curry, number five. Okay. Number four? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, what are you really I know my top three. Um, I want to say... Uh, okay, let's not even do top five. Do top three. Top three. Okay. Let's do top three. Top four. Steph Curry. Okay. Uh, Jason Williams. Okay. White Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. Then uh, Kyrie Irving. Okay. Those are the top four. And that's not disputed. You cannot argue with that. That is what it is for anyone. Maybe number five could be Tim Hardaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Tim Hardaway. Yeah, it's easy to forget Tim, but he uh, was He was a good, good. handler. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh. But so, yeah, Kyrie's I watched that 30 for 30. Was, that, uh, was it his 30 for 30? Tim Hardaway's? Nope, it wasn't his Tim 30. Nope, that was... Thinking about another thing. Don't worry. Disregard. Disregard what I just said. I'll just drop it. Just drop it. But either way, this um, Kyrie's mad good, and so him looking at the Cavs right now, it's like, listen, Thank I made God. all the right choices. Yep. And he's, he's talking. He's good. He's in there talking about we have the best record in the East in, in Boston, mm-hmm. and maybe Gordon Hayward comes back this year, and we're still gonna be okay as long as they mesh okay. He's together. excited. He's talking about the potential of playing with him again. Mm-hmm. I hope that works. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Anything else that you want to touch on? Um, I think no. we got everything. We got everything. I think LeBron James, his team, still wins the All Star game. I think game. so too. Yeah, I'm not going to bet against the King. No, because again, if he can make that Cavs team get that that World Championship oh. that year, anything can happen. 
anything is possible. possible. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I had to do it. All right, let's talk about some dope people and keep it moving. All right, all right, all right. It is time to talk about some dope people. I think it's my turn to talk, right? My my turn to to speak on my dope person. What do you have? Okay, bring it out. As uh, not only is it uh, Black History Month, um, the coldest, shortest month of the year, we celebrate uh, the beauty of blackness. Um, it is also, the season is the season of uh, the Olympics, the Winter Olympics specifically. Right. So, which is very exciting. It's the Olympics that I call the uh, wild and white Olympics. It, it's white because there's a lot of white people that, that are in the Olympics. Oh, I was talking about the snow. And then there's That's the very snow. racist of you. Oh, you are um, not talking about the white people? No, I am talking about the white people <laughs> also because they have usually like, some contraption or their body tied to skates. Um, yes. A luge or a bobsled mm-hmm. or Bob speed sled. skating. Bobsled. Because, <laughs> wow. nope, not nope. going to do it. That was bad. That not was during bad. Black History Month. Oh, Lord. Please forgive us. But I'll say, <laughs> but it's uh, it's one of those where people go shooting down a, a luge, right. like with their full body. Right. Like, High speed snow related things. See, I'm used to the summer games Mm -hmm. where you like jump into pools and that's the wildest thing. Mm -hmm. But like track and field, you jump over stuff and you Mm -hmm. run fast. Right. But this is, you know, it it requires equipment. Absolutely. It is not a cheap sport. It's not a cheap uh, sporting thing. No, no, no. No, not at all. So, Um, so my person in, in light of being black history month, as we mentioned before, and uh, it being the Olympics, my dope person this week, and should have been weeks ago too, but uh, my dope person this week is specifically Aaron Jackson. Okay. So Aaron Jackson um, is, I believe, originally from Florida, and she has been an inline speed skater for 15 years. And that inline speed skating is like indoor speed skating that happens. Um, and you're like, but that's not a Winter, winter Olympics game. And that's right, it isn't. Um, because um, she's, again, very well-decorated as a speed skater, and uh, she's gotten uh, world world medals, and um, she's been named, I believe, like like the top female athlete in some of the Olympic stuff, like things that they do for the Olympics. So she's... I like she, how we're very technically... Yeah. She's, like, we know our Olympic she's stuff. Doing, <laughs> she's doing the things with the Olympics... With specifically speed skating. She's fast at things. She's fast at things. She's doing things. Yeah. So, for the, the Olympics that are happening right now, the Winter Olympics, um, she went to, um, she tagged along with a friend to go to the speed skating training camp. Mm-hmm. The speed skating in the Winter Olympics is on ice. Think of uh, Apollo Ono. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. speed skating, right? That's right. That's what I think of. Right. So, inline, inline speed skater, and now she's doing just like the ice speed skating. So... She went she's like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if I could do this. She took four months of training. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Four months of, like, training on ice. At the camp. At the camp. Mm-hmm. And just, like, did, like, she did some sort of training for four months. A yeah. total of four months. Right. There, I believe there's a break in between it, of those four months. With spring break. Yeah, sure. Well, things that happen. And during trials, before the Olympics started, she made it to the team. Yep. Just four months. And you would yep. be like, oh, it's like the same sport, but it's I on ice. I swear to God. You know, it's on ice. It's wild. Right. So anyway, 
Um, she said that she put on skates when she was eight years old as a member of a figure skating team, but mm. even when she was a figure skater, she was always about speed. And that's when her when her coach had to leave to do some other things. Her mom's like, all right, let's get her into like potentially speed skating. And so that's how she started getting developed as a speed skater and an Olympics kind of related speed skater mm-hmm. um, for inline speed skating. Um, and but then in the the speed skating trial, she was she was only in about a couple months, as I mentioned, and she said she wasn't really expecting it. She's like, I didn't even break thirty nine seconds or forty seconds. Like I didn't think I was gonna make it, and she was breaking her own records that she was making for herself, which is super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this Olympics will be her first Olympics, so which is very cool, especially as a black woman. And oh, let me also say this: she's the first black woman to be in in the American team for speed skating, which That's is pretty, great. which is super awesome. Um, she's again very decorated in inline skater throughout her career. Jackson has won eleven world medals, forty seven national championship, and she has also been named U.S. Olympic Committee's Female Athlete of the Year for roller sports three times. So, roller sports, yeah, which is the inline speed skating related stuff. Yo, so yes, yes. makes sense. Um, so again, she's the first African American woman to make the U.S. Olympic speed skating team, um, which is super cool. Um, she again is doing really great things when it comes to speed skating. Some of the things off the ice that you didn't know about her is that in 2015, she earned a degree in material science and engineering from the University of Florida. Okay. Material science. I was like, what the hell is material science? It's like plastic. Well, the, the field of material science, also more commonly known as material science and engineering, is the design and discovery of new materials, particularly solids. The intellectual origins of material material science term from the Enlightenment, when researchers begin to use analytical thinking in chemistry, physics, and engineering to understand ancient um, phenomenological observations in... Okay, it's really smart stuff. They make like Adidas Boost or something? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Potentially. That's what I care about. (laughs) They potentially make Adidas sports related stuff and she said that she's planning to return to get her master's degree in material science so it's kind of hard to be a professional speed skater and i feel you and she's like you know it's really hard so i'm going to do something that's like easier for me we just get a master's degree in this really hard science yeah so you know not only is she an incredible athlete Mm -hmm. she's also pretty smart so to you aaron jackson i wish you nothing but the best yes aaron represent Represent the U.S. of A. Yes, and and melanin. And melanin, yeah. Because we lack that in the Winter Olympics. You show yourself on the ice. Yes. Stand out. Do your thing. What about you? Well, in honor of Black History Month. Yes. I went super black, uh, back (laughs) to the continent of Africa, where it all started. So I'm going to talk about the first player from the continent of Africa to play Mm -hmm. in the NBA. Whoa. That's right. Hakeem the Dream Elijah. I was going to say, like, Elijah. This is my dude. Um, If you don't know who he is, you should know. So I'm just going to tell you about... If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Hakeem the Dream. This uh, seven-foot Nigerian-born professional basketball player started his career in 1984, drafted the same year as one Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, And... At 17 years old. Mm. He was super young. So young. Um, he was a soccer goalkeeper before he entered a local basketball tournament that took him to the All-Africa Games in 1980, mm-hmm. which he represented the Nigerian junior team. Wow. 
Olajuwon then emigrated from Nigeria to play basketball at the University of Houston. Houston. Under uh, Cougars coach Guy Lewis, um, who heard about him through a friend. I and watched he, that 30 for 30. Oh, man. That 30 for 30 is real good. I got to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a name for himself in college due to his slam dunks yep. and won the 1983 NCAA Tournament Player of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. He was later drafted by the Houston Rockets in 1984 as the top amateur prospect over fellow uh, college athletes and future NBA stars Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and John Stockton. That was a Those, draft. That was a that was a draft. That was something. There's some big names in, in that draft. I could argue that that maybe is the greatest draft of all time. Potentially. But Kobe's year was also pretty good. Kobe's a debate for another day. Another day. Another Eli- time. Elijah Wan averaged 20.6 points, 11.9 rebounds, and 2.68 blocks in his rookie season. That's amazing. That and is it would have won him in, uh, the Rookie of the Year award, but that Michael Jordan guy... He was like, give me that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his second Wait, year. Michael got it in his rookie year. He did. I forgot about he that. He was taking hardware from day one. Yeah. Elijah Wan. To be expected. His second year averaged 23.5 points, 11.5 rebounds, and 3.4 blocks. Stupid still, numbers. Still great. Stupid numbers. It didn't make any sense. Um, he landed on the cover of Sports Illustrated after the Rockets won the Western Conference Finals against defending champions Los Angeles Lakers. That was a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. They advanced in the 1986 NBA Finals where they lost six games to the Boston Celtics um, in six games. And he popularized the signature move, the Dream Shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that if you've watched him play. He mad good his footwork and skills Mm -hmm. people now just as an aside um when they say a player needs to work on his post game they said this about lebron they said this about dwight howard they said you know they're good but you need more post moves even Mm -hmm. kobe wanted to work on his post moves Mm -hmm. they always call akeem olajuwon Mm. he's the guy everyone and if you look at footage of him doing work in his prime he David Robinson was supposed to be really good that one year that the Spurs went really far into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then he ran to Hakeem Olajuwon, and Hakeem put on a clinic on David Robinson. That was an offense that could not be stopped. Anyway, Olajuwon played over 1,200 games in the NBA, clocking a staggering 44 1,222 minutes. He won two championships with the Houston Rockets, 94 and 95. It was named MVP both times mm-hmm. after he was named MVP of the NBA regular season in 1994. His 12 All-Star Game appearances remain comfortably the most by any African player. He was named into an All-NBA team 12 times, making the first team in six of those appearances. Uh, he retired in 2002 after he was traded uh, in a trade with the Toronto Raptors, he retired as an all-time league leader in total blocks, block shots, mm-hmm. 3,830, and his number 34 jersey was retired by the Rockets. Elijah went through a, a three-year waiting period after he was naturalized as an American citizen in 1993 to play for the Dream Team number three at mm. the 96 Olympics in Atlanta, where he won a gold medal. Uh, he has many awards and honors in his name, including the induction into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in t- 2008, the FIBA Hall of Fame in 2016, and was selected as one of the 50 greatest players in NBA history. The Rockets unveiled a sculpture of him outside of the Toyota Center in 2008. 
55-year-old Akim Olajuwon is a devout Muslim. Mm -hmm. And in 91, he altered his name from Akim to, like, the Mm -hmm. coming to America, Akim, uh, to a more conventional spelling of Hakim. Uh, He was one of, he has three children, and there's some mad skills in basketball in them, it appears, also. I believe it. He is the NBA ambassador in Africa, and he made a special appearance for Team Africa in 2015. Yes, he did. Playing for the South African side. I remember. And so Hakeem is one of the greatest players in NBA history and still stands as a top 10 scorer all time yep. in the NBA. And, he is. And I just pulled up this one thing that I found on him that was just staggeringly amazing that just tells you how good he was. Mm-hmm. He was named... Uh, no, 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 no. He became the first player in NBA history to win MVP, Finals MVP, and Defensive Player of the Year awards in the same season. What a dude. What is that? I don't so, even understand that. How does that work? So for, <laughs> for those who don't remember or never were around to see Hakeem play, just go on YouTube, look up some footage, tubes. and he, you will not be sorry. This guy was incredible. And there's a reason they call him the dream. Yeah. So... My first person in uh, Black History Month that I'd like to h- highlight is Hakeem Olajuwon. It is, that is a phenomenal pick. And some of the things that you mentioned about it, I was like, man, I forgot. He was I forgot about freakishly him. good. Yeah. And they asked Shaquille O'Neal, who, who was the hardest player you ever had to play against? He he's, always says Hakeem. Yeah. It's not fair. It's, it's <laughs> like, he's, he was so good, and it's not fair. And he was... As much powerful, he was graceful. Yep. It's just agile football. And he was just like a good dude, which oh, is always yeah. that's always um, good to play with. A good, a good, uh, a good mesh to have. Yeah. We chose good people. I liked our people yeah. for sure. Erin's gold star. I know. I'm. I'm excited to see her perform. I think it's going to be a fun, a fun thing. So mm-hmm. that is our cast. A short but sweet cast. Um, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Dab And mm-hmm. be sure to check us out on wherever you listen to our podcasts, specifically yeah. SoundCloud. Yep. Where else? Um, Apple Podcasts. And Stitcher. And Stitcher. Check us out. Yo, could use time. some star ratings. Let's do this. If you were in it. In it to win it. Just click on the five stars. Here we go. Help. Tell, tell us how good we Help are. Help a brother and a sister out. Tell us how cute we are. We appreciate that. We have cute voices. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I like our sexy voices. It's cute. All right, folks. We thank you for listening. And we hope you have an awesome life, an awesome week. We will uh, catch you later. Absolutely. See ya. See ya.